It takes money. Hey, I want to get off the bus. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, sorry, you're in speed now. A minute ago, you were going like, I hope that's the chicken. Where's right. the chicken? That's me trying to pull my underwear back down. Say right up. You're on their side. Yeah, I know Don't, how this goes. Yeah, cheats. Yeah, Relationships are more important than punchlines, you know? Way Seaboat. Way It's in ramblings. I've just got some birthday shout-outs to do. I mean, okay. it's you know unusual for the show, but we just got a lot of requests this week, so I'm like, all right, let's please the listeners. It's been a while, but go on. First of all, happy birthday to Do It Al Dante. Uh, you f- Do It Al Dante? Oh, I see. I thought it was your birthday shout-out, so I was like, you've left it. No, no. This is the listeners. Al Dante is four today. Okay. Uh, Great Bay. Happy birthday, Great Bay. Great Bay is five. Julio, also four. Uh, next up is Augustus Caesar, skilled, skilled, <laughs> hundred, as- sorry, skilled assassin, four years old. Happy birthday, skilled assassin. The American, the American is five. You've been thunderstruck. That's one of our New Zealand listeners. Okay. Uh, also five. Room to rhyme. Happy birthday, room to rhyme. You're four years old today. I didn't know we'd t- cornered the uh, pre-K market so effectively. The what market? Pre-kindergarten? Oh, yeah. We've got a very young <laughs> yeah. young demographic, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Knackers McGee, they also can't... four. Oh, how did he... I want to hear more about that name. Panda Once Off, three. Happy birthday, Panda. Galaxy Pirate is three as well this month. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. What are these, like bots or something? No, it's just... listens to the show? Yeah, it's horses' birthdays in August, <laughs> so... Right. Just thought I'd okay. give a shout out to our horse listeners. You really jumped on that bandwagon, I see. I mean, it's... <laughs> Just what a coincidence I find out one month before horse birthdays. <laughs> Why not celebrate? Come on. I thought these were all like um, Chinese spy bots that were listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they do sound like um, forum nicknames yeah, or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I mean, know. if Knackers McGee wasn't taken, it would be now. Well, the thing is... like By Knackers McGee over here. <laughs> that's Knackers McGee with an N. Oh. Like, you know that there's also a Knackers <laughs> McGee with a K. There's Knackers <laughs> McGee with like, this is M-A-G-E-E. There's oh, got to be so like a M-C-G. <laughs> M-A-C. Yeah. But this is my favorite one. Okay. Big Ben the Clock. <laughs> He's four. <laughs> okay. But it's not just Big Ben. And we all know that they that wasn't their preferred name. It's like, Big Ben, are we talking about the horse? No, the clock. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have Big Ben the horse? Just confuse everything? Um, maybe. Like, <laughs> obviously, like, the whole thing about horse... Uh, you can't have two of the same name. Yeah, which I don't know why that rule exists. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, because you could be like, this is Farlap, and everyone will bet on him. Being like, oh, well, I've heard all about you. <laughs> but it's like we can retire a few... You're also of, 90, but... Yeah, let, let's retire a few of the, like, classic names. Like, there's... All right, Seabiscuit, Farlap. <laughs> We're not going to call another horse right, those names. Right, it's like retiring a jersey. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think... Miss Expensive, like, I don't know, there's not going to be another, we're not confusing Miss Expensive <laughs> with the other Ms. Expensive. Well, I think it's to do with like breeding and it's a very like, you know, the first book of every Bible where it's like, and Joseph begat Josephina. Oh, so you're saying Big Ben the Clock was, uh, you know, Jimmy Ben the Clock's son or well, something. Well, no, but if you were to say, oh, he's sired by, you know, Big Ben the Clock mm. or he's got Big Ben the Clock blood in him and that was like Farlap, you'd be like, shit. <laughs> like that might mean something. Well, uh, happy birthday to all my horse brethren <laughs> and I'm glad you're listening. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's uh, another year till your birthday, but I mean... I mean, that's how birthdays work for everyone. You can have like... It's not just horses. Yeah. As uh, someone who's had just one hell of a joint birthday party. Yeah. It was just me and one other friend. 
Imagine what these guys could pull off. <laughs> August 1st. Every horse in the world. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. <laughs> I want to go to that. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And you're listening to episode 137 of Insane Ramblings, a very futuristic episode. Thus named because today's the 11th of July and you guys will be hearing this probably around the 3rd or 4th of August. Yeah, well, like, you've probably got flying cars and silver jumpsuits now. <laughs> it's a totally different world, so who knows what's going on? Yeah. That my fear. This is some sort of, um, like, time capsule. Well, exactly. Do you remember what it was like on July 11th? Let us regale you. <laughs> All those horses were slightly younger. <laughs> I was, I've been talking a lot recently about Centralia, which has the never-ending underground fire. I mean, you might have to give a little more of an explanation than that. We've talked about this before. Not in the podcast. Haven't we? Oh, well, Centralia is a town in... Uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania, where they accidentally like lit coal on fire and now it'll never go out. It's the town that Silent Hill is based on because it's literally deserted and rains ash because of the never-ending open cut. It's been like burning fire. underground for 40 years now. Yeah, exactly. More, 60-something, Okay, I think. But they opened a time capsule. Have you heard about what was in it? No. I think my favourite item is, I believe it was a woman's brassiere. 1960s, I want to say, it went down there. So it was meant to be opened in 2016, but everyone sort of like blew their wad and took it out in the 90s. Oh, like I thought you were saying they just opened it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I, I feel like it was like 20 years ago. Well, I'm glad we waited till 2017 to report on it just to make up for that. Imbalance. Oh, no, I was right. Sorry. It got opened on 2014. I was right. So it was two years early. Okay. They got excited and opened it two years early. It's like if you're waiting 60 years, <laughs> why not just wait the extra two? So they put it down there in 1966 for 50 years. And yeah. I guess they got excited around 48 and couldn't hold on well, like, any longer. This town is going to be in a fiery pit of hell by 2016. <laughs> like we can't risk it. Let's open it now. Um, there could be brassiers in there. This is so great as well. The whole story, like the story of Centralia is amazing, but we're probably not the podcast to regale you with it because there's so many great places that have pumped out this content. Well, there's a great episode of The Dollop. The Dollop would be the main one, right. But there's also this whole amazing story about the time capsule. I want to say tribes. That's not the word I'm going for. Like groups, I guess. Like there were factions split off amongst people looking for this time capsule who were like warring to find it. What, they'd like forgotten where it was buried or something? Um, Hang on, I'll have a look. In May of 2014, someone just tried to find it and steal it for no special reason, I suppose, except they just wanted to. And what, they announced their intent to steal it? Because, like, <laughs> well, surely... Well, I don't know. If- the rumour went around. So I'm not really so sure. So someone might not have even. No. Someone's just like, let's... Someone got onto Twitter yeah. and uh, things went from there. So you- <laughs> okay, so that's why they dug it up early, just in case someone wanted to steal Well, no, it. upon hearing this, like several groups split off into like posses and tried to recover it. And they each... But how hard could it be? Surely it's like prominently displayed. No, apparently not. Like it's gone missing amongst the burning ash and like disused town. They all split off into like these warring groups and says in this article instead of working together the old wounds between those who stayed and those who left the town continued to fester so they split off into like stayers and goers well yeah like to catch people up i think there's like 13 people that only live in this town nowadays because it's basically a fire pit yeah and so 
that like opened up the old wounds of like they refused to band together and find it. There was like three factions of people. Like the early leavers, the later leavers, and the stayers. But you're saying that people return to the town to find it. Yeah. Because surely, like, the people that are living in town could at least work together. Oh, they all work together, but three flak factions appear to have split off amongst the uh, looking for... So they couldn't even... <laughs> I don't know. It just really makes me laugh about how unpo- unimportant this is, and they couldn't all work together. They had to split into factions. So what was in it? Well, about a foot of water to begin with. However, my favorite... I assume that was just caused by leakage. They probably no, just didn't... They like, like- <laughs> the, all the water in the future is going to be irradiated. We have to remind everyone what... It was like in the 60s. If their town is anything to go off, they're like, we're probably going to need water. (laughs) Our town's been on fire for five years. It could have been freshly boiled water. Well, I was thinking maybe they're like, at that time, a foot of water with the technology in the 50 years in the future will be enough to put out this entire fire. (laughs) We can replicate (laughs) this somehow. Yeah. Anyway, the one that um, came to mind was there was a pair of ladies bloomers signed by all the men living in the town at the time. It's probably my favourite time capsule item ever. I wonder how many... <laughs> uh, three. <laughs> only, only three men? No, I'm kidding. Because, like, the underwear back then definitely would have been bigger. Mm-hmm. Like oh, it's nowad- the 60s. It's not the 1800s. <laughs> yeah, I know. But nowadays, like, you can write, like, two names on a pair of women's <laughs> underwear and it's like, well, I'm sorry, we're out. Yeah. So I wonder, like, how many, how many people did they have room for? Like, obviously, <laughs> the town obviously is not huge. Well, I just think it tells you everything you need to know about the 60s. Yeah, like, this is what they wanted to carry forth to their future, like, brethren. Yeah, I wonder how um, <laughs> how they chose that woman as well. Yeah, who's Bloomers? Yeah, everyone just having some kind of town meeting. It's like, oh, why don't we put some uh, some underwear in it? And like, well, who's going to do that? And then everyone just looks to Marge. <laughs> She's like, You've got oh, the biggest. Fine. <laughs> but also, I like, thought that like she was the sluttiest. Oh, like, really? No, I just thought she already, was heavy. They've already signed them. Like half the job's done. Oh, or something. No, I thought like she was heavy because they're like, well, we've got fifty men. Mm, good point. <laughs> we're gonna have to go straight we're to gonna, Margie. We're gonna have to find the heaviest, sluttiest woman amongst <laughs> us. So it's like, Jenny, we know you're a slut, but you're too small. Marge is in. <laughs> My other question is, they got them, and we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I want to tell the future that they're, you know, they were real men signing these. No stinking women. <laughs> we don't want to be remembered for any women in this town. <laughs> if people are going to be signing bloomers, it's the men. Not a single woman signed or put anything in there except a pair of bloomers with men's signatures they, on them. They obviously didn't want to have anything to do with it. <laughs> so you don't feel like it was that women were precluded. Well, was that the you only thing in the whole... decided to not get involved? <laughs> Yeah, it was brought up at the town hall, <laughs> and, like, and that was they're like, yeah, this uh, this, this capsule idea, I like that, and they're like, what do we put in it? Like underwear, and they were like, I'm out. <laughs> All the women just get up and leave. Yep. <laughs> Not so fast, Mark. Uh, get back <laughs> here. Something we need. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was a miner's helmet and a lamp, as well as a pair of bloomers. So most of the items though were obviously ruined by the water and entirely destroyed anything made of paper. Oh, okay. Which so is not, again, the best idea for was, what you're putting into a time capsule. Well, yeah, at least make it waterproof. One would think. There was, yeah, a miner's hat, some underwear, and just a bunch of paper mache. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, maybe they didn't think we'd uh, remember this in the future. <laughs> there was paper mache plans to end cancer. <laughs> we know this will be endemic in 50 years, so here's the molecule. Sure. So we're all... Pretty sad that we didn't write that down somewhere else. <laughs> so, yes, this is a time capsule from the past, one month ago. 
So we can only hope that things have really changed. In yeah, the past. if aliens have invaded or something in the you know intervening weeks, we can only assume it's because of the quality of this podcast. What they, they wanted? They to come wanted to, to eradicate the Earth. No, they wanted to come here. Oh, okay. <laughs> if we're gonna enslave I went the opposite anyways, direction. don't you want amusing slaves? I don't know. There might be a, <laughs> you know, they might talk back. No, I, I want my more, slaves complacent. Really, I was thinking more along the again the Caesar lines. Hmm. Where he's like, amuse me, and makes them like fight and stuff. But were they his slaves? I feel like that was, you know, the. Um, I mean, okay, let's the, go through the checklist of a slave. Did they get paid? No. <laughs> Could they leave? But I think the court. <laughs> I think you're talking about the, the court jester. No, I'm talking about like in the gladiatorial ring. He was like, fight for my enjoyment. Oh, okay. I thought you. But like, you don't have to be funny to be a gladiator. No, you're entertaining though. But, yeah, in my mind, like, they've also got the court jester who's, right. like, you know, he's the more witty of the bunch. <laughs> and I reckon he got a salary. I mean, between him and the gladiator. Yeah, like, there's, really there's some intellect required there. Sure. Because he's got to, like, do all new material. <laughs> it's not like... There was no TV back then. No. Well, that's what I was thinking. That's why you need multiple entertaining slaves. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got your action movie slaves. That's your gladiators. And then you've got, like... Your comedic slaves. So you, you need think, different genres. All right, so of the, slaves. the aliens who have they've stocked up on warriors, <laughs> yeah. but they're really bored are coming yeah. to enslave us. No, I, well, I isn't that everything I've watched that has a monarch in it? They seem to be constantly bored. Yeah, definitely. I mean, once you've they're like, ah, I don't know, put a lion in there. Maybe that'll entertain. Yeah, me. Yeah, once you're fed up for, for being fed grapes individually. <laughs> And being fanned with palm fronds. I mean, what else are you, you going to do? You know what? You can't buy wit. Okay. <laughs> anyway, the, my point about the court jester. Sure. It's a high uh, pressure job. Oh, yeah. If you're not funny, <laughs> your head's being cut off. <laughs> but also... So that, like, what other jobs have that kind of pressure? It's just like, well, comedy is open to interpretation. Like, maybe you just didn't get the reference. <laughs> Not your brand of humor. I can work on it, Caesar. I swear. I promise. I'll I get like it next time. Helicopter pilot. You run that risk. <laughs> Gone. So exit the wrong way, head's gone. Yeah, hopefully the rotors are a little... <laughs> like, as long as you're not, like, you know, the 10-foot-tall man, I think you're okay. <laughs> like, I feel like there'd be a few, like, tradesman jobs where they're like, I can really relate to those justices. <laughs> One wrong move and my head's off. Well, all I'm saying is they should have got... They deserve a paycheck. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, so I think gladiators do. Again. Like, but they're fighting. Move. They're fighting for their safety, for Even their if freedom, you win, or whatever. You might die. No, because then at the end he's just like. Nah. And then you go for round two. <laughs> no, but you, you get the thumbs down, and you're gone. Well, the... I would way rather I, be a jester. I guess than you have to have some flair. <laughs> it's like not only again. <laughs> yeah, you have to fight the tiger and win, but you also have to do it with panache. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> still off with your head. I know. It's like yeah. I mean, you won, but I've seen better. Yeah, Jimmy won too, and I still killed him. Yeah. So I have to be fair and just be like equal in my killings. Impress me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like I'd way rather be the jester than the gladiator. Because even if you do your job well, you just don't do it with enough. Like, it, j- it might just be a bad day. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't have one off day as a gladiator. <laughs> you <can't. laughs> it's like, well. You've got to be, cu- like, you've got to look. You're basically the guy from Cocktail fighting. <laughs> like, you've got to do the whole, like, the flare bartending. Yeah. <laughs> That's a movie I want to see. We'll, yeah, we'll Cocktail get, meets Gladiator. We'll get uh, the cast of TGI Fridays in some kind of <laughs> battle royale. That would be amazing. 
Anyway, speaking of the future, I've been thinking a lot about 2016 lately. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the future, you know, 2016 was yeah. at least a year ago. The past. Yeah. And thinking about how it was a, a lot of references in movies, particularly from, say, 60s up until the 80s, were about 2016 specifically, but then also sort of this time period. Yeah, right? well, I think like Back to the Future 2, they went to 2015. Sure. And that seemed like a long time in the future. It's like when they made that movie, like, yeah, we'll never get there. <laughs> and now it's like two years ago. We'll all be enslaved by a uh, alien race yeah, to be right. flare-bartered alien Caesar will, by that point. Yeah, alien Caesar will definitely have uh, killed us all. There's... <laughs> No chance that this is going to be dated ever. Well, I could be wrong about this. That's the other thing. But I was thinking on the walk here is that everyone was talking about how they felt ripped off because they didn't get their hoverboard in 2015. Mm-hmm. But did Gladiator 2 uh, yet to be released? <laughs> did Back to the Future 2 have the internet? No, that's always the thing. With the- <laughs> I was like, we're being a bit hard on the future. Like, no, we don't have hoverboards. But people are like, oh my gosh, all these movies set in the future are amazing compared to what we actually have. But pretty much none of them predicted the internet, which is massive. Yeah, that that's probably the big <laughs> one that most of these uh, franchises miss out on. Well, because it's something that I can't even imagine thinking about if we didn't have it. Yeah. Can I you watched... even imagine dreaming up something even like it if you'd never heard of it? We, at university... It's hard to imagine, but at, yeah. Yeah, at university I remember like a class where one of the guys said in the future the internet won't be you know on computers it won't right. be something that you just log into it'll just be around us sure and no one really knew what he meant but we all kind of went like yeah probably <laughs> he's probably right it sounds right yeah i don't really know who you are and you're not in this class and you're scaring <laughs> us young man all right but now yes. uh, roll call nostradamus is nostradamus yeah. here Right. In my class, someone invented the Kindle. Like okay. they didn't, again, know they were doing it at the time. But they were. it was basically magic paper, though. So it's not a little bit better than the Kindle. But they were like, you'll have magic paper where instead of having to turn pages, you just tap it and the page will electronically like refresh, or whatever. refresh to the next page of whatever you're reading. Yeah, I, I think but like... But that was even... Sorry to cut you off. That was even post-internet, though. Like, so that was... Pre-internet, you mean? No, post. Oh, okay. Uni, we had the internet. Well, I didn't know that when you're talking about uni. I feel oh, like Kindles sorry. were out when we were at uni. No, like this was They before. just got back from America and were like, let me tell you about this <laughs> magical device Probably. I just thought of, guys. Because <laughs> we had to invent a device. What, do you remember inventing a device? I almost invented Google Maps. No, this I, did well. I didn't do this. Oh, you didn't? I invented an app that would tell you if you were traveling to a new city where medical centers were nearby. So I dreamed too small. Well, that, yeah, that's always the thing. But <laughs> Because now we have Google Maps. It tells you all those sorts of things. But at the time, I was like, whoa, I'm dreaming big. And everyone was like, yeah, but there's going to be all these problems. And like, we're like, that'll never work. Well, who's laughing now? Certainly not me all the way to the bank. Yeah, I reckon, like, <laughs> if you go onto the app store, there's got to be an app specifically for medical centers. Sure. And, like, it'll tell you... This was before the app store. Though. Yeah, I know, this but, like, like, I'm saying, like... 2000. You're thinking too small, but, like, someone's done it, I sure. guarantee you. And it's not going to be... Because Google Maps will tell you where they are and, like, maybe what times they See, this open. was... Yeah, this had, like, all these sorts of things, like, what they specialize in, like, if you can go there for emergencies. It was great. Yeah. So, like, that kind of information you're missing out on from just the regular Google Maps, at least at present. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there'll be a version of that that's specific to doctors and hospitals and just gives, like, 
more information on just those things. Like it's not going to tell you where the nearest subway is. <laughs> But if you want a schedule of like all the doctor's <laughs> daily routines, you got it. Well, this one wasn't so much um, like it was really cool when I invented it because nothing like this existed. We didn't have a Google Maps even in 2000. It can't have been 2000 because I was 12. Must have been 2006. <laughs> so I'm assuming we didn't have Google Maps in 2006. I feel like we did, but. I, mean, I wasn't like, regularly using it, w- it. I had a GPS until like three years ago. <laughs> yeah, it, it might have just been like in its infancy because the iPhone is coming up on its 10th anniversary this year. Sure. And yeah. I, I, like, I have to imagine that the first iPhone had Google Maps. I don't think so. You think it was just like a paperweight with a camera and what? some text messages? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I didn't know anyone that had an iPhone in that. I knew, I knew maybe like two people. Sure. And so that was like 2007. Sure. So, well, if it existed, I didn't know about it. Yeah. Anyway, no, this is really great. So, you, it would automatically know where you were and what time of day it was. And you put in your health issue and it would bring up five suggestions to who you should see. So, you also invented WebMD. Yeah. But no, it didn't tell you what was wrong with you. It just was like, okay, I've, like, it's, I've got a broken bone and it's 9 p.m. and it knows where I am. It's like, well, here's the nearest hospital. No one else is open, you fool. And, and it's it, an emergency. And at 1 a.m. it's like, well, here's how to cauterize the wound <laughs> until everything's open. That would have been a great idea. How I didn't think of that is it just sends you a list of bars. Yeah. Just here's how you numb the pain. Yeah. Even that is like way smaller. And that's 10 years ago than what we have now. I tried to think of something new oh, right. and it's not even nearly as good as what we actually have now 10 years later. Yeah. Well, like the big one that comes to my mind when you watch a movie, uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey, mm-hmm. that was predicting decades into the future. And they got a lot of things right. Like it looks different, but a lot of the ideas that they had, like Hal, for example, <laughs> he's basically Siri. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking more Alexis. Alexa. Alexa. Yeah. I feel so, like she's more sophisticated. Sure. <laughs> but the guy's playing chess. Mm-hmm. And it's like chess from 1991. <laughs> like it's still digital, which sure. like when you, I guess, were originally watching that movie when it first came out, you're like, oh my God, it's computer chess. This is a mind blowing. But now I'm like, there's much more interesting things to do on earth than chess. We invented that in the 1700s because there was nothing else to do. But even so, we've got virtual chess, but it's like, like they just released a VR chess. Right. And you can play chess in virtual reality in hell against the devil. <laughs> And it's like, it looks like 1991. So it's like funny to see those things that they got slightly wrong. But I mean, it's still pretty good. When was that made? I want to say like the 60s, but... Like hitting 1991 is not bad. Oh yeah, I know. Like (laughs) it's impossible to accurately predict these things, but like, um, yeah, Back to the Future, like did a pretty good job with things like there's an arcade machine yeah, and they're like annoyed that you have to use your hands. Like it's a toy. Ah. And so they're, I guess, implying that it's like motion sensitive, that kind of thing. And we've got things like the Wii or the Kinect that use uh, motion sensitive. But it's like we also go to the arcade and press buttons. Sure. So. Yeah. I also want to say that they have video chat. I think they video chat. Yeah, that's a big one. And like, I remember hearing about video chat as a kid for like years. Yeah. And like, I would get like a Guinness World Records book. Sure. And it would have photos and it was like 1994, the first video phone was invented. I'm like, where's my fucking video phone? Like, (laughs) this has been years. And it was, you know, some photo of like a random device from Japan. Sure. And it was like as big as a room. (laughs) Yeah. And it obviously never caught on. But I'm like, well, the technology's there. Give me a video phone. And now I've got one. I'm like, I barely use it. Like, from time to time. I never answer if people FaceTime. I'm like... (laughs) 
Yeah, again, it's the sort of thing that looks cool in movies, but in real life is weird and annoying. Well, it's especially if you're on the go. I'm the opposite. I'm in bed. I'm like, I don't want you to look at me while I'm in bed. Well, it's that's weird. the other thing. Yeah, it's like, well, if I have to put my makeup on or whatever just to receive a phone call. It's just uncomfortable. I'm like, I'm in bed. I don't want you just staring at me <laughs> while we talk. It's weird. Yeah. So, uh, that yeah, that one. Like, But they actually got it right. Like, they have, then, video phones exist. Sure. But I can see how you would dream that up. We had TV. We had phones. So, it's like, well, why yeah. can't we make this just a personal version? Well, there you go. But the internet is so way out there. But yeah, I was like, my question was, because I've listened to that Hoverboard song and it was quite like a funny-ish joke at the time. Really, there was like, where's my Hoverboard? It's 2016, so I should be focusing on this. And I was like, I feel like we're a bit hard on the future, i.e. the now, in fact, the past Mm -hmm. for us. It's better than most movies, I would say. Even versus, I would Would you rather the internet or a Hoverboard? Internet? Yeah, right? But I still want a Hoverboard. (laughs) Okay, but you either have to live in the Back to the Future world where you get a hoverboard or you live in this world with no hoverboard on the internet. I'll stick with the internet, but... Right? It's great. Also, also in, <laughs> in Back to the Future's defence, I think we did get hoverboards. Really? Oh, they were like lame and dumb though. Yeah, they're not great, but it's 2017 <laughs> and they, there is a product called a hoverboard. I mean, sure. You could name anything that. Like my foot's called the hoverboard now. But, I'm going to hoverboard down the street. Okay, but it's like... It is a skateboard. It doesn't float. Yeah. But it's battery powered and you don't have to like push your foot like like even So it's a motorized skateboard? Yeah, basically. That's dumb. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it's amazing, <laughs> but it's like pretty close. No, it's nothing like it. It's like a it's like a jetpack. No, it's just It like, hovers. In what way? I mean Does the our ho- hoverboard hover. The hover well, half the half of the like bloody what do you call it? The, Utilities. The appeal? <laughs> yeah. Not even the appeal. Like 50% of it's a board. But you can still get around in the same. Like, yeah, it's not called the get around board. It's the hover board. What, <laughs> in what way is it hovering? It's not, it's not hovering. It's but hovering above the best like, in quality. The, <laughs> the utility is the same. Like in no, that it movie, isn't. In that you movie. Well, in that movie, he tries to go over a pond. Yeah. And he can't. Really? Yeah. Because he can't hover over water. Hoverboards don't work on water Seriously? unless you've got power. What? That's what they say in the movie. And so oh. the other guy, Biff, he pulls out a, a motorized hoverboard and the other one's like all strapped to it. <laughs> and so he can go on the water because he's got, you know, like a special hoverboard. So what situation can you use Marty McFly's regular hoverboard <laughs> that you can't use this to one? hover like, down the street. Like maybe gravel is like slightly <laughs> annoying. But like, you know, if you still... If all That's you're not doing... the point. Okay, Ben, I'd like to give you a surfboard. Here you go. Okay. Oh, you can't surf on it. You, I mean, what is it? It's a board that you can use on the water, presumably. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I see your point. I'm just saying like... They're not 100% accurate, no. but like we're, we're close. But I'm saying I think we bag out the future too much, given that I would way rather live in the actual future than have a hoverboard. Well, if those are my choices. Right. But it doesn't mean like... But why are people so hard on the future? They're like, oh, who's... 2016, we put a man on the moon. What are we doing? Well, I'm like, living on the... I'm laughing at a meme made by someone in Russia. I mean, this that's... Is... <laughs> I'm not I'm saying... living the dream. Yeah, I'm not saying that's not great. But the man on the moon thing does, I think, explain people's frustration. Oh, no. Because that was like 50 years ago now. Sure. And at the time, like, I think everyone was like, oh, my God, we've done this. We can do anything. 
and then it proved incorrect. <laughs> You're like, the future is now. We're on the moon. Like we're gonna have like we're gonna live on the moon now. But like my job, right? Okay. Is to show people that I don't know funny pictures. I'm not saying that's not great. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> like that. What was it? In the past, I would have just had to like roll a blade around and hold it up. I'm the sandwich board of the future. And yeah, like a lot of those kind of uh, like most employment, I think nowadays sure. would be non-existent jobs. Like, well, you'd you know, just be a normal editor. I'm a sandwich. I'm a glorified sandwich board. I guess I'm a sky rider or a blimp. Maybe. <laughs> in the past. Okay. If your job was in the past, mm. what would you think? What would you be doing? Do you think comparably? Yeah. Well, like the closest right. thing is graphic design or editing, but in terms of physical documents. And like, like super ye oldie would be like the printing press. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, Gutenberg hanging out. Because <laughs> mine, I think, would be printing joke blimps. What do you mean? <laughs> To sell stuff. Well, my job is making up jokes to sell stuff on the internet. So you're, you're basically saying you're in advertising. Like advertising existed back in the day. Yeah. Like Mad Men. Like there's a whole TV show about not, it before the internet. That's like the 50s. That's like when we had TV and newspaper. And mine is way ra- like a wider reaching than that. It goes across the world. So it's blimps, Ben. I'm printing funny <laughs> blimps. <All right. laughs> we do have to appreciate what we've got. I think we need to lay off the future. Well, I don't know who these people are that are like always shouting or like the future sucks. No, like it's pretty good. It's great. Like Louis CK, I think we've referred to this joke in the past. Oh, with the airplane? Yeah. He's on the airplane and uh, the guy's like sitting next to him going, oh, sweet. They've got TV in the back of the seat. And he's like, oh, my Wi-Fi is not working. Yeah. And then like, you know, a minute later he realized that the you know, reception isn't good or something. It's like, oh, this is bullshit. And it's like, how quickly you go from like, this is amazing. I'm watching TV in, in the, the sky. sky, sitting in a chair <laughs> to like, oh, this is like the worst thing ever just because it doesn't work as, sure. you know, as well as you expect it to. So it's easy to get jaded. But if you look at the bigger picture, like, holy shit, like that is insane. That's what I'm trying to get at. Everything that seems to be, like you said, in, in 2001, A Space Odyssey or Back to the Future had some precedent as to why you would dream that up. Mm-hmm. Like chess existed, telephones existed. So they're like, TV existed, obviously, to make movies. So they're like, imagine if you could do all three of those things at once. Yeah. Whereas like the internet is outrageous. There was no precursor to even think of it, in my opinion, really. Like stuff lives in the sky and anyone can get it down on their personal device. Yeah, if you try to explain <laughs> the cloud to someone from 100 years ago. I mean, you can't even explain it to someone now, basically. Yeah. Like, who, no one knows what oh, the cloud it is. It blows my mind. It seriously blows my mind. Like, cars, you're like, well, they're super fast horses and carts that we use engines to power. Yeah, there's like a kind of logical progression there. Right. Where did the internet come from? <laughs> Think Al Gore. <laughs> I knew it. Anyway, that's all I had to say. Lay off the future. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll stop bad-mouthing the future. <laughs> <Good>. Shit. <laughs> I'm glad. Um, back to the future though They do have those like mini pizzas That expand to like giant pizzas Yeah, pizza pockets Where are we? They, they don't expand <laughs> You're not doing it right Yeah, give me my mini pizzas And we'll be good The rehydrator <laughs> I think is what they called it Alright, but you can't have the internet anymore Worth it I eat a lot of pizzas <laughs> Moving right along Speaking of uh, back to the future It was recently your birthday in real time your birthday quite some time ago. These segues the are getting more and more convoluted. 
Give us the birthday wrap up. My gel- my birthday was July the eighth. Vicky sure. is going to Africa, which is why we're recording this in advance. Yes. So you're not going to miss a week, but uh, yeah, it was my birthday just this weekend past in as of recording. Sure. Um, but I don't know. What do you want to know? It was a good night. Turned thirty. The big. 3-0 as no one's been referring to it. <laughs> Horses wouldn't be familiar. Uh, no, they rarely get to celebrate <laughs> that. Um, but uh, no, I think the highlight has to be the giant gummy snake. Yeah, that was unusual. Mm, to my auntie and uncle, they uh, they gifted me 12 kilograms <laughs> worth of like not know that. killer python, That's essentially. Like several babies. It was heavy. <laughs> it, was, it was a hefty... <laughs> Like there's dollars that weigh that much. Yeah, it is ridiculous. It's but one for those... what purpose? Oh, I remember you feeding me some. That just popped into my mind. <laughs> yeah, I... that'll happen. You'll just be like, oh, yeah, I remember that now. I, I was looking back over the footage because I made a bit of a, a video to thank everyone for coming. And I was like looking at a clip of me kind of like singing Genuine's Pony. <laughs> I think I was there for that. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you were. You were the first one that I was singing it with. <laughs> But I was like, when did this happen? And then as I like kind of went around the room, I'm like, oh, yeah, I do vaguely recall this happening. But it's not like one of those things where if you asked me what I got up to, I wouldn't have remembered. This is the same thing I had to say about your party because you described it. It was a self-confessed rager. I think you used the word rager, but I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> There's a video online somewhere of the amount of alcohol that there was to celebrate. And it was wild. This party, yeah, re- everyone was wasted. I reckon we bought about $700 worth. <laughs> Everything you can think of, <laughs> beer, wine, spirits, spirits. mixes. Yeah. Like we, we stocked up. It was outrageous. Like everyone was off their face. I don't know anyone that was like survived the night, in fact, <laughs> were the last two survivors. That's true. I, I should <laughs> check in with a few people because well, I, I didn't do that. I took a 30-minute nap, apparently. I mean, you got to. There's wave two coming. <laughs> yeah. well, I was saying to Ben, I was like, I think it was basically uh, constitutionally, i.e. my constitution, not the Australian one, Although, consider writing it in. Um, <laughs> the first of Vicky <laughs> must always take a nap what? at 1.30am at a rager. It was almost enforced upon me by my own constitution because I think it was like, you know how when your computer overheats, you can turn it off or it burns out the motherboard? Yeah, it kind of that goes was, into self-preservation mode. That was me. It was like, you can take a nap. Well, I can't guarantee if you try to stay conscious, what could happen here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you will literally burn out your motherboard and I can't. This is the lesser of two evils. Right. And it's like, if you're asleep, you can't physically be putting more alcohol in yourself, which also <laughs> <laughs> is for the best. Sure. Sure. <laughs> like I'm not one to have blackouts. Like when I. No, I've never blacked out, but enforced sleep I have. Yeah. Well, uh, I think this was like as close as I've gotten where I. I watched those videos and there was like photos and stuff on my camera. I'm like, like, oh yeah. Like in hindsight, I remember that <laughs> happening, but yeah, I definitely wouldn't have, you know, if you got me to write a list pre scrolling <laughs> through my phone, I wouldn't have like listed any of these things. Well, my, I was realizing my memories of nights when I get really drunk again, I'm the same as you. I don't tend to black out actual memories, but without photo evidence, if you were to ask me pretty much any night I've been really drunk, what did you do? I'm like, I don't know. Just walked around a lot. Like my memories tend to be me just walking around. My uh, Fitbit wrapped up like 12Ks. <laughs> it is though. Like I can't really remember being at any one place for a significant period of time or really talking to anyone. 
Oh, really? Because no. I, I can remember all those details. Like, I know people that have had, like, conversations. Oh, with like, if you were like, oh, yeah, we talked about this. I'm like, oh, yeah. But the majority of my memories are me just walking around. <laughs> I don't think you even did that much walking around. <laughs> I know you were on the couch for quite a while. Oh, 20 minute nap. Yeah, don't but be even so before that, like, you and Jules were, like, you know, yakking it up. Oh, yeah. See, I remember this. I remember us yakking it up. I talked to your cousin briefly. I watched our friend Renee be really drunk. I watched you have a teary. Do you remember that? Julian made me cry. No, you didn't. He did. These are all the highlights of Ben's <laughs> So then I had to take a nap to sleep off my set. Yeah, well, all around, I think it was a successful party. <laughs> well, you were saying some good friends of ours were wrestling. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is just what happens at 1am. I think the biggest, apart from the snake, like the snake was great. We, yeah, I guess just to finish off that thought, my auntie and uncle got me the snake. Apparently they imported it from America. Wow. And it was a hefty gift. <laughs> Luckily, like it showed up the day of the party. And so I'm like, well, any other day I would have no idea what to do with this. But at least... Didn't your aunt wipe away a tear as she handed it to you? I mean, she's very emotional. <laughs> like our boy's all grown up. Here's his 12 pound gummy snake. That's the traditional gift at the 30th, I believe. <laughs> okay. That was like me at EB Games. I was buying your present, which was basically video games related merchandise, like T-shirts and, you know, key rings and stuff. And I was like, oh, it's for my friend's birthday. And they were like, sweet. How old is he? I was like, 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it, there was a lot of um, judging by like cards, wrapping paper and the gifts that I received. <laughs> you'd probably estimate that they were aimed at like a 15 Ten. year old. I was going but i'm not complaining i got some good stuff but the yeah so the snake i brought it to the party yeah everyone was like that's amazing i don't know what (laughs) i do now yeah Yeah. you kind of look at it and you can we like we put a knife out to try and hack pieces off well you definitely put some in my mouth and it was more delicious than i thought it would be well a lot of people had some i thought it would be chewy it, yeah, it was pretty chewy. I'm not my bit, unless you fed me something else. <laughs> like, it was you, so do you mm. remember putting something in my mouth? No, but it doesn't okay. surprise me. <laughs> well, do you remember walking around a lot? <laughs> yeah, now that you mention it. But what, what's your recollection that it, you know, tasted like then? Yummy. I was like, oh, this is going to be chewy and weird. And then I, you put it in my mouth and it was really easy to eat and good. Well, it's like a gummy snake. It's just I like know, that, no, but bigger. I know, but they usually chewy. Okay. It wasn't. It was great. Well, it was fresh, I guess, if that's what you're getting at. <laughs> but yeah, we were like hacking off bits all night. And come morning, it's still like a full snake. <laughs> and like it's regrown. I don't know how this happens. It, it's like a starfish. Yeah. It's, it's got even longer somehow. <laughs> it's regained its lost limbs. Right. Yeah. There's just like, I don't know, five years worth of candy <laughs> there in one giant thing. And like, I don't know. Cause like See there's you a lot again of, at your fortieth. Yeah, well, you're gonna get a lot of people's hands over it. Like it's Ugh. gonna get sticky and gross pretty quickly. <laughs> One fun fact: my uh, auntie was mentioning that you can apparently get melt insurance for it. So like when they ship it from America, like it doesn't just show up as a puddle of goo. <laughs> oh, gross! I kind of am hoping for your puddle of goo. Yeah, it's just like what was this? So it's like happy birthday, <laughs> enjoy your goo. It's uh, Alex. What's her name? Alex Mack. <laughs> yeah, we got you, Alex Mack. Would you love? Would you prefer to live in a world with uh, the internet or Alex Max powers? Do I have them, yeah. or do they just exist? Oh, Alex Max powers. No, you, she just is your roommate, and do you I get know to that watch she can her go under the door and oh, stuff. Pretty much, because <laughs> <laughs> I could like send her on errands that I would usually send the internet to do. 
What you gonna like, you're gonna make Alex Mack your errand boy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's. A, I'm not saying an abusive power, but like a misuse, definitely. There's surely there's bigger things that we can do. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not, that doesn't mean I'm going to do them. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, I'll be like, okay, yes, do get the nuclear launch codes so that we can ensure the world's safety. On the way home. <laughs> Pick me up some milk. Grab some milk because I've forgotten the store shop. Yeah, would you want to drink it? Like, so if anyone's unclear, Alex Mack was like a Nickelodeon show from the 90s where she had like the ability to turn into a puddle of water. Yeah. She could shoot electricity from her hands and she had like telekinesis so she could like float objects across the room and stuff. So all of these things are great. Like she could float milk to me. Yeah, but like just say she goes to the shop. She touches the milk and, like, steals it. But, like, she turns into a puddle and then leaves and reforms. Would you trust drinking that milk? Like it's, Some of Alex Max couldn't be in it? Alex Max? Maybe. I don't know what happens when it turns into a puddle. <laughs> I'd get her to try it first and be like, how does it taste? Does it taste normal or like the inside of your mouth? Or does it taste like, I don't know, like metallic or whatever? Like, she looks like the T-1000. I'm like, this is probably, like, it might be fine. So you wouldn't drink Alex Max milk? I don't think so. <laughs> because 10 years from now, I'll be like, oh, you've got, like, lead poisoning. And you're like, yeah, well, that makes sense. I drank a lot of liquefied milk. That definitely stands to reason. Yeah. I've been drinking Alex Mac for as long like, as I can remember. She, uh... Would she come out of it without, like, an arm? Like, sorry, I drank you. I mean, they didn't go into that into the TV show, but I mean, maybe it's time to investigate. Like, she got her powers from a radioactive incident. Yeah, I don't quite remember how. Like, there was like a truck carrying this chemical and it sprayed on her. So if you drank her milk, maybe I could get the powers. I would. I'm like, you're gonna get lymphoma. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, well, of course, because she's radioactive. Yeah, they really didn't. uh... It's like a bad porno. There wasn't enough backstory <laughs> in Alex Mack. Sorry. So the party. I think yeah. you mentioned that yeah, a couple of our friends like were getting into fights and all that kind of stuff. And it was a good time. Uh, I think the biggest question mark that came out of the night was I got invited to a Facebook event for Festivus. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you guys discussing that. That's when I went to sleep because I didn't want to come. Yeah, it got ex- discussed at great length. Yeah. For at least an hour. It went on for a while. That's when I took the nap. So I was like, this is boring and I don't want to come. Well, so for anyone who's unfamiliar with Festivus, it's a fake holiday from Seinfeld. Right. Where instead of Christmas, George celebrates Festivus with his parents. And it was based on one of the writers who's... Like his family does it. Yeah, his dad actually celebrated this for like the last 40 years. (laughs) And so there's like a few bits and pieces that go along with Festivus. It's like December 23rd. Yeah, so it's like and just you've got like the Christmas. Festivus pole. Yeah, so instead of a Christmas tree, there's the Festivus pole, which is an aluminum pole. <laughs> uh, there's the Feats of Strength, right? which is where the heads of household, they have to nominate someone to fight. Yes. Oh, that's how that happened, the fight. Was it a Festivus? I don't, I don't even think it was a course. Oh, they were training for it. I think this is mostly just one thing leads to the other. <laughs> I, I wouldn't think too deeply into it. Okay. But then the one that I think is the... Most controversial? Yeah. Because this is when I left. You guys were like, and we'll have the like airing of the grievances. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to be there for that. So the airing of the grievances. And you guys were like, well, don't come. And I was like, fair enough. I'm going to go take a nap. Yeah. The airing of the grievances is basically you just tell everyone how they've wronged you over yeah. the last year. <laughs> and I think it could get real very quickly. Uh, really? At Festivus. So Festivus is happening. Well, I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's because why I was like, I'm not going. I don't want to be there for the airing of the grievances. And I was told not to come. Fair And yeah, I was like, I'm- you guys have already turned mean. And it's not even <laughs> Festivus. <laughs> With, I'm yeah. going to go take a nap well, because you guys need to think about what you've done. If you can't handle it, I think that was done to protect you because it's. I, I feel like you definitely have to have a thick skin for this. Yeah, and I do not. And so if... I think it could end your friendships. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> At least put a significant dent in them. Yeah. December to like January, I wouldn't plan any significant events well, that you would like your friends to attend. Yeah. Don't put your wedding January 24th. So that's I mean, why sorry, I think 24th. like... In the moment, everyone was like, this is going to be a great idea. We have to set up this Facebook event now just so we can't back out of it. Now you can't back out. And so they set up the event and invited everyone. I'll be curious to see whether this goes ahead or not because... Who's invited? You, the discussies. Yeah, so it was a bunch of people we've mentioned on the podcast before. Me, my roommate Julian. Who had already made me cry and it's not even Festivus. (laughs) (laughs) Steve, another you know friend from high school, Renee, who uh, we mentioned recently of yeah. Planet Dioria fame. Oh, yes, that's right. And yeah, a couple of like you know friends from that group. So yeah, it'll be interesting. You're willing to risk probably like the two most significant friendships in your life. I don't think that's the most likely outcome. Mm. I feel like I'm more likely to tough it out than a few other people. What do you mean? Well, it really depends what people could say about no, me. What you're going to say to them is where the angle I was coming from. Like you're willing to mortally offend, offend an unfriend. Well, I don't know. I've got, I've got about yours. six months to <laughs> discover how big a grievance I've got with people. That's what I'm getting at. Like you have to, do you have to bring up a grievance? What if you don't have it? I think at least everyone needs to have a grievance brought up against them. Like, I might not have anything against Renee, <laughs> but someone's got to, you know? But, like, at the moment, like, I'm thinking, well, like, if there's something that I've really pissed someone off about, right? maybe it is better that it's, <laughs> you know, brought to light rather than I keep doing it. And there's nothing that comes to mind that I'm, like, that I'm thinking about that I haven't said to Julian that it's, like, well, if I bring it up, <laughs> that's the end of it. But, you know, from now to December, we'll find out, I guess. Oh, uh, no. Nah. I feel like that's the end of our friendships. I would definitely not go. I'd have zero friends left. Yeah, well, uh, I guess there'll be an interesting development to see. I was already offended in the planning phase. (laughs) Yeah, well, this is why you're not coming. Conversation. The other element of Festivus that I think is great is there's like a clock in a bag that you nail to the wall. Yeah. (laughs) No one knows why. It's just there. The rest of Festivus is great. It's just one sticky hinge. Yeah. We'll see what happens. One thing that we've had fun with on the podcast before is uh, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Oh, yeah. Every time there's a new season, they get the subtitle. So it's like, you know, if I was on there, it's like Ben Moore, like podcaster, whatever. Like it tells. Wish. <laughs> Come on, like judging by some of these, that is You're not like a stretch. Printing press guy. The job titles have been getting weirder and weirder, basically. Awesome. Over the last few seasons. Is it Blimp Joke Printer? Not that I've seen, but give Slim it a few a seasons. So, uh, yeah, I thought that I would go over the, the list this season of The Bachelorette. And, uh, you know, because it's usually made up of people with very... Like, you would hesitate to be calling them a job. Like, <laughs> it's always like former someone yeah. or like aspiring something. Yeah. Like, the, I think there was a male model in the Australian Bachelorette. All right. So, let's start there. Brady Irvin is a male model. Yeah, he's not. He's probably modeled like once. Right. Like, it means you're in a Target catalog sure. or something like that. Like, you're not making a living for it. Otherwise, you'd be off in a Milan and not at the Bachelor. Right. Exactly. And then there's Michael Black. He's a former professional basketball player. 
Huh. And so, like, that's a good <laughs> that's job. That's not bad. If it, I mean, I'm not sniffing at Michael Jordan. Like, yeah, but what are you now? True. <laughs> but again, Michael Jordan, not on The Bachelorette. Like, <laughs> you, it all, you always have to just look at it with a bit of, I wonder, you know, like... Sure. I've like never heard of Michael Black. How were you? Yeah. Like, were you the guy at the local country club, like, teaching kids to dunk? Exactly. Like, it's not... It I don't doesn't know. say former NBA, does it? It does not. Huh. So he got paid once to play basketball. It's probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But this is this is where it gets into, a, like, dubious territory. Sure. Blake Erlaby. Aspiring drummer. I feel like you could probably uh, do that. I mean, then everyone is, aren't they? Like, does I mean, he know the drums? I don't know. Does he own drums? Does he care about I mean, drums? that would be a good first step. <laughs> I mean, I would start with buying, yeah, to be honest. Yeah. Having a set in the home has got to make it easier. Just to be able to do like a little beat on the kit. Sure. It's like, oh, I drummed. Good good work to me. I, I'm just a drummer now. I no longer need to aspire. <laughs> Jonathan Treese. He's a tickle monster. Wow. Ew. That's creepy. He's obviously <laughs> a sex offender. Okay, then? Yeah, I don't really know. Like, I haven't been watching this season, so I'm just going by Wikipedia. I don't know how heavily he's like, I'm a tickle monster. Like, But also, what is that? Is it like a singing telegram? A tickling telegram? What is that? I don't think it's anything. Yeah, right? I'm pretty sure that he is unemployed, but they didn't want to say unemployed. So they write tickle monster like... Now it's so weird. Well, because you know, in the first episode of The Bachelor, where they, I'd rather be unemployed. <laughs> Wouldn't you? I don't. I, I just think they're going out of their way to avoid writing that at all costs. There are so many results about this on Google that I just have to look further into this. Okay. Oh, he's a doctor. Why does it say tickle monster? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it reflects his propensity to spring tickles on people. I would not let him in my house or near humans until he got over that. Particularly as a doctor. Do you want your doctor to tickle you? Yeah, we're talking former doctor. (laughs) Deregistered, he's got to be. Yeah. I told you, all this registered nurse stuff. You laughed at me when I said unregistered nurse. This should be a thing. I'm like, well, this guy should be an unregistered doctor. He really should be because you can't just tickle people. for Like, it's creepy. But the best one, Lucas Yancey. His profession... Mm. Waboom! Yes. <laughs> what is that like a wham cover band? Because if not, I'm trademarking that. From what I've uh, heard about this, he's trying to kickstart a catchphrase. <laughs> to what end? I don't know. Is that going to take up your whole day? I mean, I don't think he needs to spend twenty four seven on it. But so you're going to be Ben more aware. If I didn't even come up with that. <laughs> I don't know that he came up with Waboom. He's just trying to make it happen. I'm not saying he's the only person in the world to have ever said Waboom. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, we've got to write something down there. What are you going to go for? He's like, I don't know. I got the this, Waboom guy. Yeah, I got this Waboom thing kicking around. Like, fine, you're Waboom now. But every episode, you have to try and get people to say Waboom. You need to get Waboom to catch on. It's not like he's on a sitcom like i don't know what this is gonna do for him <laughs> like, it sounds like his um i wasn't even going with the fonts uh, who's that tony dancer yeah what's his catchphrase <laughs> i don't know but i bet he's got one <laughs> i can just imagine him being like waboom like at the end of every episode Urkel or something <laughs> yeah. like it's his did i do that it's yeah like, he's a physician practicing family medicine according to his linkedin profile get 
away from me and my family. Yeah, don't go to that guy. No, don't talk to me or my son ever again. (laughs) Yeah, here you go. That's him. Jonathan Treese, MD. So you would think that you would just go doctor, which really, it makes me suspicious that if he's trying to avoid, if he's like, no, 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 I'm not a doctor. I'm Tickle Monster. (laughs) Please call me by my actual profession. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot going on with that. It makes me uncomfortable. That's for sure. That's the bachelor in a nutshell. Impre- right? He's impressive, surely, to women. Well, if you're a real doctor. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think MD stands for then? In him, monster, monster dude. <laughs> <laughs> My mistake. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, everyone like on the bachelor, they get out of the limo, they've got their gimmick. So like someone will be, you know, just reading a poem, someone's going to do like a cheesy pickup line. Sure. And then as the seasons have gone on, it's more and more elaborate. So someone will come up on a camel and they're like, I love humping. <laughs> you're like, wow. wow, this was like a long stretch for a bad wow. pun. Is that actually happened? I mean, I, probably. I I know they've what had like... What the dolphin trainer do? She was an aspiring dolphin trainer. Oh, I thought you said aspiring dolphin, which is amazing. Well, she had like a shark costume. Like left shark style? Yeah, or? it was pretty much left shark from <laughs> the Super Bowl. And That's my job of the past. In the past, I would have been left, would have been shark. left shark. So she was wearing this uh, costume that f- she was very adamant that it was a dolphin outfit. But obviously, wow. like the production couldn't find a dolphin costume. They're like, so it was left shark. We've got a shark. That's the closest thing we can get. <laughs> and everyone's like, why are you a shark? She's like, I'm a dolphin. They're like, no, you're not. You're a shark. And I don't know if she was... <laughs> school level bullying well it was hard to <laughs> you're a shark <laughs> but it was weirder than that because like well you're either an idiot and you don't know the difference between a shark or a dolphin and if you're an aspiring dolphin trainer you should like, probably know that well she's aspiring she hasn't had lesson one <laughs> what's a dolphin i mean you would think like she maybe she should be like oh i'm an aspiring shark trainer like i just never knew <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah either she's like unfamiliar or she's a liar like neither of them are great like i feel like she's been given the outfit and has to stick to the bit probably (laughs) but like at some point you can just be like okay yeah i'm with my shark i I know it's a shark costume it definitely does not look like it yeah and maybe that part doesn't make it to tv but the 10 parts where she says i'm a shark (laughs) god damn it sure do so question Mm. would you rather spend a day with left shark or katie perry what do you mean of course katie perry (laughs) really Why would I want to hang out with the left shark? I would definitely hang out with left shark. <laughs> what does that mean? What do you mean? Well, like, it's surely it's just some guy in a shark But costume. he's obviously hilarious. No, he's just a bad dancer. <laughs> but he commits to a bit. All right, so if, to catch everyone up, because I don't know how many people remember this. Surely everyone. Two it's years amazing. ago, the Super Bowl, Katy Perry was uh, the halftime show. She rode in on a giant lion. Yeah. And then at one point she was singing like California Dream or whatever it was, California Girls. And there's like some, you know, blow up dolls and inflatable furniture. And there's like two sharks behind her. And so they were like supposed to be dancing in time with the music. And one of them was just like horrendously out of sync. (laughs) And that was Left Shark. And so it became like a bit of an internet meme. But I don't think that that was intentional no. like they weren't like i've got 100 million people watching i'm gonna fuck how this am up. i gonna be memorable yeah. no i think they just couldn't do it yeah right. so why do you think that this person's like a comedic genius i don't know 
I just I feel like I'd have a good time with Love Shark. But you have no idea who's in there. <laughs> Katy Perry, you do know who's in there. Maybe I'm willing to take the gamble. I want to see what's behind door number two. But she's like, you know, one of the biggest stars in the world. He's uh, she's annoying someone getting minimum wage at the Super Bowl. Or it could be someone amazing. What if I take off the lid and it's like Leonardo DiCaprio? Mm. He's like, that's why I was so bad. I guarantee you it's not, <laughs> but sure, take that chance. <laughs> Speaking of uh, weird, obscure topics, the other day I found myself giving a lecture on something I didn't realise I actually knew a lot about like do you have any weirdly specific topic that's not really related to your job or anything that someone would suspect you might be that interested in that you know a lot about i mean did you hear the last episode we talked about (laughs) kanye versus taylor swift for like half an hour No, but again like you're a kanye fan i could sort of see that coming but But i I remember once you talked to us about tuna for several like minutes uh, yeah like overfishing in general but like a lot of those things, it's like someone watches a documentary and now you're an expert on that thing for like the next week until it leaves your brain. <laughs> but I'm saying like, this wasn't even within the last few weeks. It's just like someone mentioned a topic to me and I was like, funny you should mention this very specific thing and gave like a half hour lecture. What was it? <laughs> what was it on? The crime rate in New York City from the 1970s to the 1990s. Why do you know so much about that? <laughs> So 1981 was the most violent year. Here we go. I didn't ask for the whole lecture. <laughs> you started it. You've pulled the pin on the grenade and there's no stopping it. It was the most violent year in New York City's history. Okay. And there was also like in that time, this blackout where Son of Sam was like this serial killer. Plus it was just like a super dangerous place with all this violent crime. And so there was like a thousand fires in one night. And people freaked out that the serial killer was coming to get them. And then throughout that period as well, there was times when New York City was the most dangerous public transport system in the world. What does that mean? Like the most people were getting injured like while well, Yeah, using there was it? like, I think it was like 375 felonies a week on New York City public transport. What, because everyone was getting robbed? Yeah, like robbed, murdered, raped, assaulted. Like one year where the murder rate was the worst, 1990, here we go. It started. I mean, I'm not <laughs> denying that you have these stats in your brain. No, I don't know. Like, I, I'm afraid of what I've begun again. Six, like an average of 6.3 people got murdered every day. Where did you pick up all this information? <laughs> I think, again, like you said, I watched one documentary and was like, heck, that's really interesting. But how long ago did you watch this documentary? Like, I would say like 10 years. Wow. Okay. That's <laughs> like pretty good. 10 years ago, I got interested in this topic watched a couple of documentaries and like read a book or something on it and was like, oh, well, that's like an interesting side trip in the field trip of life. Went on with my life and then someone triggered it yesterday. And so this like, yeah, repressed information (laughs) that like finally it's useful. (laughs) But I didn't even know I still knew about it. Like if you were to say, what's your top three, like give a five minute speech, choose something that you know enough about. I would not have suspected that would be it. Yeah. I remember one time I, um, my girlfriend, Max's girlfriend, she asked me what was going on with Charlie Sheen. <laughs> and it was like around the time that he first started going like nuts, it, like yeah. the tiger blood and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Basically, like, you know, I listened to a lot of podcasts and every single one of them that week had been talking about Charlie Sheen. <laughs> and I'm like, well, here you go. Like, I, I didn't set out to uh, relay the entire No, that was like me in story. New York City. That's the weird thing about yeah. it. You're not like, well, sit down. Do I have a story for you? You're like, right. oh, funny, you should ask. But like literally an hour later, <laughs> she was like, wow, you know a lot about Charlie Sheen. 
That's what I find so weird. But that was like because <laughs> that week, you know, it was the topic of discussion. Right. It's not like 10 years ago I heard about Charlie Sheen that retained all the information. Like, you ask me now, I can give you the basics of it. He was on drugs, he was on two and a half men, and <laughs> he said some shit about tiger blood and goblins or whatever it was. But like... Yeah, at the time I knew it, but yeah, it's amazing that you've been able to retain it. Now, <laughs> the real question is, there's things that I tell you and then you forget like next day. Right. If you were to murder six people in a day, I wouldn't forget that. Yeah, but you didn't know these people. <laughs> this is just like you've got no affiliation with New York crime. No, but I mean, that's a lot. Okay. So what's your point? <laughs> I don't know. If you were to tell me a story with six murders, I'll remember it. Maybe when you tell me facts, be like murder number one, the events at 5 p.m. <laughs> the day, same day that Charlie Sheen made those two women kiss in a football stadium. Bob down the street also got knocked off. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Maybe I need to be using like the, the murder method, as I'm going to now call it. It just helps you uh, contextualize facts if there was yeah. also an associated crime to go along with it. Well, I learned fun fact today which is how i got onto this topic of things that i weirdly know a lot about now prediction this fact will not be fun (laughs) (laughs) what do you think wheelchair rugby was called when it first came out was it slam ball so close how do you know that because i feel like that might be wheelchair basketball yeah wheelchair rugby or might well i'm not sure it might actually be wheelchair basketball now that you've said it I'm pretty sure it was wheelchair rugby. Wheelchair rugby was called murder ball. Oh, yeah. When it was first invented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's so damn dangerous. I think it like, might still be called that. Slam ball is the basketball where they've got trampolines built into the court. <laughs> and I don't know how that didn't become the greatest sport known to man. I mean, it is the greatest sport known to man. Just how it didn't gain its it didn't requisite get level traction. of popularity. Yeah. Probably everyone who tried to play it died. <laughs> Yeah, imagine No like, one's left to talk about how fun it is. Right. Surely, have you ever been on like a trampoline as a kid and you get like a finger caught between the springs? Oh. Like that's going to happen like <laughs> 10 times a game. Like everyone was double balanced and like, oh my God, like for the highlight reel alone, how was this not a worldwide phenomenon? Uh, trampolines have a particularly special place in my funny bone. When I was a child, my brother and my dad were jumping up and down on the trampoline. Dad went through it. Like, literally through the... Like the, the... What do you call it? Lycra or whatever it is? Yeah, it, the fabric just tore. Sure. Yeah, went straight through. And he's not a heavy guy. Um, so he was went through, obviously winded on his back, but all right. And my brother was, like, such a sadist that he jumped down on his stomach, knees out. <laughs> like, intentionally? Yeah. But, like, because if, if your brother's still in the air... No. He was like, I know what'll be funny. But how's your brother... Because if your dad's gone through it, yeah, your brother can't jump anymore. No, he didn't jump as in like, he jumped down through the hole. So dad's on the ground in a hole. And so what, your brother's on the ground also, he gets up onto the frame of the trampoline <laughs> no, no. and then jumps on so him like a a, hole in some the kind trampoline. of backyard wrestling. So he's gone through the hole. Yeah. And then my brother's still on like the fabric and he's like, well, I'll just jump down in this hole on dad. That'll be a funny thing to do. Oh, so the hole's not like big enough that he can't fall through. Because I, I don't know, I, the way I No, imagine- the whole thing didn't explode. Yeah, There's yeah, just like right. a hole in the middle where dad sort of went through with his feet yeah, and now okay. he's landed on his I back. See. And my brother, like, yeah, WWE'd him. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. Surely you have one of those stories that lives on in your heart as being such a great thing to witness that you'll probably never see again. Like, no one's doing that in polite society. 
why are we, you know, limiting it to polite society? <laughs> My biggest trampoline injury, and I had a few, but... The Does one, it top that? <laughs> you tell me. The one that comes to mind, I was on the trampoline and it started to rain. Sure. And so it was getting a bit slippery. And so I'm like, all right, I'll bounce off before I hurt myself. Mm-hmm. And as I do that, I go for like one last bounce Ooh, and slip. Yeah. And I'm near the rim of the trampoline. And so I fall forward. And it's one of those things where it's like everything just started to go in slow motion. Oh, no. And so like I wasn't very high up in the air. Ooh. I slipped forward and like my shins hit the rim of the, the frame. Yeah. And so I'm seeing like the ground come closer and closer towards me. And I'm like, there's not enough time for me to put my arms out and brace myself. Oh, no. I'm just going head first into the ground. Oh. And so like the one thing that I could do was angle my head and my shoulder in such a way that my shoulder would take some of the brunt. Oh. And so like I land, yeah, like cheek and shoulder first down onto the (gasps) ground. And it wasn't like... Cheeks, I suppose, better than like forehead or something. Yeah, like I was basically able to brace myself that much. Like I could choose the part of my face (laughs) that was going to hit the ground. Like I guess I'll go with jaw over brain. Yeah. It's not a question you want to be asking yourself. And so the ground was like rocky, but also it had been raining. So it's like mud. Oh. And so I'm like landing on like rocks and mud (laughs) face first, hit my shins on the frame. So like my legs are in pain and like it's raining. So it just like adds to the humiliation. Yeah, just like face down in the muddy. (laughs) Yeah. And I kind of like gradually come to my feet and I'm like, uh, I'm imagining you as Andy, like emerging from the sewage pipe in the end of Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't far off, but at least he had freedom to look forward to. I just had a really painful uh, injury. How old were you? I'd say like 13, probably too old to be on a trampoline. Oh, wow. But I mean, you got a trampoline, you got to make the most of it. Because growing up with brothers, I have to say, uh, you, your sister had this pleasure you have so many amazing moments that you know you'll never witness again as an adult. Mm. Because you're all, as particularly, I don't know if it was like this in your family, but we all ganged up on dad massively. Like we just bullied that man in his <laughs> own home. I mean, he had it coming for having three kids. <laughs> yeah, right. But like one of these moments, I don't know if I've talked to you about this before. We were playing indoor f- cr- cricket, must have been cricket, in the living room. We had this massive like hanging, like if you imagine the moon as a light fixture. Oh, like one of those paper globes that went over it? Nay, it was not paper. What was it? Glass. Oof. Okay. (laughs) I see where this is going. Yeah, right? And so my brother got his 100 at indoor cricket, which you put the bat up for. If you're familiar with cricket, that's the traditional celebration. Yeah, Yeah, that's how you celebrate. You put your bat up, so straight up to the ceiling, and smashed it. And like this giant 70s, like, how do I describe shape? Like a size, I mean. Like it was like... Like basketball size? or bigger. Like twice as big as a basketball? Oh, like the size of those Swiss balls that you sit on at work. That's huge. Yeah. That's like, what, almost like a metre diameter. It was huge. On one single light bulb? Yeah. That's so ridiculous. (laughs) It was the 70s. He was doing you a favour by smashing this bullshit. It was put up there in the 70s or maybe even the 60s. Did you have like really high ceilings? Because like I could imagine like... You've been to my house. It was in just in front of that stairwell. I don't, I don't remember like to that degree. Like I was mostly <laughs> just trying to set free the Roomba <laughs> rather than dodge the Did lights. You, I set it free. No, I uh, regretted that not mm. doing that. But um, the 
Yeah, like surely you're ducking underneath this thing every time you go in. No, no. It was like high enough that it wasn't a problem. Yeah, I would say he was probably a metre and a half of a person at the time and then another half a metre up with the bat. So you'd have to be just over two metres to be hitting it. Okay. It's quite high up. Anyway, he puts his bat up in celebration, smashes it. What colour are you talking this thing, by the way? Yellow. Yeah, nice. Right? It's just the most 70s thing to ever exist. It looked like it exploded. Like none of us could work out actually how it would how it had broken until obviously became clear that he'd just hit it. Mm -hmm. Because it honestly, like it must have had like a weak point or something because it looked like it just exploded over the entire room and his head. Yeah. It was amazing. (laughs) Like it's one of my favorite memories. Like it was beautiful and hilarious. But you're saying it's glass. Like was it did it cut him on the way down or anything? Unscathed. That's pretty impressive. (laughs) Is it because it was just, you know, the material, it didn't have sharp edges or something in the way it broke or... I guess it was safety glass, but I don't know if he just happened. Like, I I didn't... I was like five. I wasn't like, break out my CSI kit. We've got to uh, get to the bottom of this. I don't know why. (laughs) He didn't get cut at all. It just like showered him in some... And like... For some reason, it literally exploded across the room. It was amazing. They should do that at every 100. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I just don't think I'll ever experience anything like it again. (laughs) It's the perfect storm. So were your parents pissed or they were like, finally, we got rid of that bullshit? Dad thought it was hilarious, obviously, which is why dad would get relentlessly bullied in our house. And mum was super pissed. We were all falling about the place and mum was trying to get us to like straighten up and fly right. Yeah, when you've got... At least one parent on your side, you're okay. Because <laughs> uh, even if at one point he's like, you're in trouble, your mum says so. Yeah. Like, he's lost all power because it's like, well, you laughed. <laughs> you, you found it as funny as we did. Like, there's no way you couldn't. Like, if you imagine, like, a metre giant, like, 70s yellow ball exploding over someone, how could you not laugh, even as an adult? Was this thing, like... Uh, like obviously it was hollow But is there a hole at the bottom Like if you need to replace the bulb How do you do it? I guess you unscrew it I don't know No one ever did <laughs> well, Someone must have I suppose dad But can you imagine seeing that And not laughing? No it sounds great <laughs> I mean it sounds like A, a worthy celebration Of the indoor cricket 100. I'll see if I can find a photo of it So you can really enjoy it But yeah Dad definitely lost all power In that circumstance But I honestly think It's beyond human man to have asked him to do the right parent thing in that circumstance and not laugh. Yeah, so we'll put a picture of sort of similar to what it looked like in the gallery so that story makes a little more sense for you. I mean, I think you can picture it as a giant yellow orb. (laughs) (laughs) A few episodes ago, I uh, brought up an issue that's uh, close to my heart. Oh, yes. I know you always get very defensive when I say something like that. I'm not... This isn't aimed at you. Okay, that's good. You can relax. Finally. And I got a bit of an update. Great. So uh, I'd like to take this moment to just read out a bit of a, uh, a prepared PSA. Time. What is it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> when is it? And perhaps more importantly, how can we harness its unique and powerful properties to aid in our quest for global dominion? Hi, listeners. Ben here. When I speak of time... I am, of course, referring to the fearsome concept by which the world turns and not the run-of-the-mill herb. Because... <laughs> okay. I was thinking the magazine, so I'm glad we are... Uh, yeah, we got to clarify. Because while it can add a little something-something to a delicious roast, let's be honest here, 
it's not doing anything that Rosemary isn't already doing better. Oh, so true. It's I, classic for I, a reason. I bring this up because on a recent episode of Insane Ramblings, I took some of the ever-precious time to talk to you about a cause <laughs> that's very close to my heart. And I'm doing so again today. Right now, in fact. Well, maybe not right now. I mean, it's right now for me, but for you it was more likely days or weeks ago. That's how time works. It's tricky like that. And we don't have this is a, l- a real bummer. So <laughs> I'm hoping we're going somewhere. And we don't have a lot of time to waste. In fact, wow. <laughs> okay. This lengthy preamble is already eating into much of the time that I had originally envisioned dedicating to this important cause. Oh my god, my life is a march towards death. I realise that as an insane ramblings listener, you likely have become accustomed to concise and straight to the point discussions. <laughs> However, sometimes a detour is necessary to ensure everyone is on the same page. For example, would you crack open Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire without reading through the Philosopher's Stone, the Chamber of Secrets, and the Prisoner of Azkaban first? Of course not. You have to start from the beginning. So if I drove straight into the PSA without prattling on about an illusory concept that has very little to do with the matter in question, who knows what would happen? Listeners the world over may very well begin roaming the streets. Doubtful, but Lost in their thoughts about time and mumbling things like... Why am I here? What does it all mean? And remember when Vicky washed her dishes in the ocean? No. That was weird, huh? While admittedly unlikely, it's a risk that I just could not take. Anyway, now that that's out of the way, I come here today to talk to you about read receipts. Shit, you really didn't think I had much content today, did you? Because... <laughs> in addition... Padding. In addition to being my... This is all necessary. <laughs> okay, sorry. In addition to it being my birthday, Saturday, July the 8th, was also the second annual Activate Your Read Receipts Day. Once again, I'm referring to that thing in your message app that lets you know others if you've read their messages or not. If you still have no idea what I'm talking about, go back and listen to episode 133, because somewhat ironically, I don't have time to explain it in any more detail than right now. I feel like because you've used up a lot of your time. July 8th has once again come and gone. But it's been brought to my attention that many of you still have not activated them. So, uh, do that. A puppy isn't just for Christmas, and a read receipt isn't just for Ben's birthday. It's a way of life. Thank you. Dictated but not read by Benjamin A. Moore the 1st, 2017. I mean, it weirdly got to the point so fast once it was getting there. We only had so much time for the PSA. You've got to cut to the chase once we didn't have time left. Well, while we're on the topic of read receipts... One thing I didn't mention last year was uh, after I made such a big deal about everyone activating them. You turned his off. No, I'd never betray the cause like that. No, I got a message from a friend who had uh, was very excitedly activated theirs. Mm-hmm. And apparently shortly after they were texting with someone else and that person warned them, hey... You've got your read receipts on. Do you know? Whoa, whoa, like, whoa. What kind of terrorist is this? Yeah, they're like, you've, you've fucked up. I've got to save the day and jump in and <laughs> tell you to deactivate them because who knows who's going to read that you've read their messages. <laughs> no one's ever warned me that I have my read receipts on. Well, that's the world that we're fighting against. People are out there on Jeez. the opposite side of this battle, Vicky. That's hilarious. So uh, you and me, we've got to take a stance because... <sighs> It's a bigger uh, foe out there yeah, than I, I realised. Realize. Yeah. yeah, it's very Lord of the Rings twist in the it's tale. Unspoken battle. Yeah. But I think that brings us to the end of another episode. Feel free to uh, email me, ben at insaneramblings.net. I'm Vicky at insaneramblings.net. 
or podcast at insanerumblings.net will also reach us. Jump on Facebook. That is a really good way to connect directly with us. That will give you the opportunity to know when a new episode has come out. You get little shorts that you can share. So please do follow us, comment along and share our content. That's all super helpful and uh, helps us keep wanting to do what we do. Also rate and review us on iTunes and uh, hit subscribe. So whenever there's a new episode, it'll automatically be downloaded to your iPhone, iPod, whatever the hell you're using. Away see boat. Away see boat. So obviously, as we speak, I'm in Africa. How is it? Damn it. <laughs> You've uh, you couldn't come up with torn one, a hole in time. One describing <laughs> word to label Africa. I don't, well, I might not enjoy it. What if I'm like, it's great, and then I come back and I'm like, it's a shitty you holiday. Even, you There's no even, continuity. Just say it's like very tropical or something. It's like. not though. Well, then what is it? Savannas. You, yeah, so Savannery? Say, yeah, it's very. That's dis- what my mind meant. It was like, well, there's a lot of savannas. Sure. Anyway, so here's the new segment. It's called You Autocomplete Me. Okay. I realized in my mind, as well as in my phone, speaking of messages, I actually have autocompletes. So whenever someone says I get, in my mind, my response is always pretty thirsty. Because I do. I get pretty thirsty. Wait, so like, (laughs) just to clarify, Mm -hmm. if I say I get... Pretty thirsty. That's what pops into your brain. Oh, yeah. Because I get pretty thirsty. <laughs> like, I'm how, does, how does that pop into your head? <laughs> like, what? Like, is, are you thinking about what you are currently? No, it just like mentally triggers pretty thirsty. Because, like, I can understand if I'm, I'm like. I'm regularly quite thirsty. If I was like, hey, 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 it's a party <laughs> in the US. All uh, right. And I'm like, hey. Is, there we yeah. go. That's a mental autocomplete. <laughs> I think it's because I often say I'm pretty thirsty. Do you? I yeah, mean, I'm always thirsty. I don't even think you say it in those words, though. <laughs> Maybe just mentally to myself, like, oh, I'm pretty thirsty. But, and then I fix the problem. But you don't talk to your brain like that. Like You don't think thoughts? How do your thoughts come across? You just They're like synapses firing. It's <laughs> no, just like words. It's not like, hey, Ben, you're thirsty. I'm not like, dr- hey, Ben. I'm like, oh, I'm getting pretty thirsty. Is in my mind. All right, continue. Anyway, so it auto-completes. Because, uh, yeah, if you had to say, Vicky, what's the one thing... If you saw me walking down the street, nine times out of ten, you can assume I'm thirsty. <laughs> I'm always <Sure>. thirsty. <laughs> but does that mean that you're also not hungry? Not as regularly hungry. You're always com- coming in before the podcast. You're like, I'm hungry, I'm tired. Because I can do I'm something about being sick. thirsty. You can eat something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just often thirsty. That's your number one desire in life. You're like, yeah. if, if you're like, Vicky, get something, it's thirsty. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So whenever I hear I get pretty thirsty, okay. is what I go with. It's a bit of a profile of you from what your brain thinks of first when I say half sentences to you. It's just like word association. Like it's just the first thing that comes into my mind. Yeah. So it would have to sort of complete the sentence. You can't be like, I get dog. Yeah. It's word association. More or less. All right, go on. I look. I look pretty good. Really? <laughs> Is that what came first? I mean, it just came into my mind. It doesn't mean <laughs> that I'm like... No! 
hey Ben. No, that's what I think is great about it. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily reflect how you are because I get pretty thirsty. Oh, I know. <laughs> okay. I wish I had less. Feet. <laughs> really? They're holding me back all these years. <laughs> is that what came straight to mind? I mean, you don't have to ask for clarification. I just said it's not like I... You heard me. I did not hesitate. Mine was emails. I mean, but yours makes sense. I'm not, I don't actually wish I had less feet. No, I know. doesn't necessarily have to make sense, but mine seemingly did. Okay. I wish I had less emails came up for me. Mine was, I look dumb. I look dumb. I need less emails and I get pretty thirsty. Is who I am as a person. Sure. So far, you look good. You wish you had less feet. Looking back. This has turned out better than I thought it would. Looking back on history, I wouldn't... Have eaten that. <laughs> I think we're just doing Mad Libs now. Is this what's going on? So good. This is so good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Are you not having fun? I'm just very confused. <laughs> uh, my favourite thing is... Pie. So sorry, I forgot what we were doing for a second, and I thought you were about to complete the sentence. Like, oh, I wonder what Vicky's favorite thing is. Uh, my friends would usually describe me as that guy. <laughs> That's all I had. How about? I hope I don't get attacked by <laughs> poison octopus. I swear, I swear that's what came to mind. Yeah, poison octopus. That would be horrible. Octopus is what came to mind. Poison octopus. <laughs> what did you? What came up for you? Second one for me was people. Yeah, I wasn't really thinking about it. Literally, I, I, I hope I don't get attacked out, by yeah. people. Okay. Also good. The softest thing ever is kitties. Pretty soft. Um, hey, look over there. It's <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. I guess that's worth exclaiming. <laughs> I wish I was a... <laughs> Dancing banana. Any reason? No, or? It's just like, like you said, it has to be the first thing that pops into your mind. All right. And mine was a dancing banana. It was like a gif of one. Oh, I can picture it. <laughs> it was just going side to side as a gif. The one with the maracas. No, it wasn't. No maracas. Oh, the budget banana gift. <laughs> All right. I look forward to wearing. Uh, well, I was already thinking of hats before you even said that. So, <laughs> I was. Hats. Mine was your skin for that. Mm. <laughs> All right, last one. Okay. I can't climb. <laughs> Every mountain. Something to ponder, some <laughs> words of wisdom. You can't climb every mountain. Because the song is Climb Every Mountain. Oh, I'm familiar with the song. Yeah, I can't. I'm just being more realistic. Away? Seaboat. <laughs> Away, Seaboat. It's in ramblings.